Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to the Uncomfortable Talk Show. I'm Susan Moore, and today we're diving headfirst into a topic that's often misunderstood, especially by those who've never experienced it. Depression versus laziness. You know, sometimes it's easy to label someone as lazy, when in reality they're grappling with a silent and relentless battle within themselves. Today we're going to peel back the layers, break the stigma, and explore the fine line between these two. But before we journey into this emotional roller coaster, let me share a little secret with you. You see, I've been there. I'm currently living there in a way still. I've felt the weight of depression pulling me down like an anchor, questioning my own motivation and productivity. And through that journey, I've learned something essential that I want to pass on to you today. I've discovered that understanding the difference between depression and laziness can be a key to empathy, self-compassion, and breaking free from a cycle of guilt and self-judgment. So stick around because we're going to talk all about it. We're going to shed light on the often obscured world of depression, help you distinguish between laziness and genuine emotional struggles, and find ways to support those who might be silently wrestling with these feelings. Now, let's jump into this important and serious conversation. You know, it's crucial to understand that sometimes the line between depression and laziness can be incredibly thin. It's like trying to differentiate between two similar shades of the same color. But trust me, there's a difference. Depression isn't just about feeling down for a day or two. It's persistent weight that holds you down, making even the simplest of tasks feel like climbing mountains. While on the surface it may appear like someone isn't trying hard enough, beneath it all they're wrestling with their own demons, their own insecurities, and their own emotional storms. So let's dive deeper and explore the signs that can help us tell when it's depression, not laziness, that's in play. You see, depression doesn't just affect your mood. It takes a toll on your energy, motivation, and even your physical health. As we navigate through this conversation... Remember that understanding the subtleties is a crucial step towards empathy and helping those who are suffering silently. Now, let's put on our detective hats for a moment here and explore the psychology behind these feelings. There's a reason why depression can masquerade as laziness. You see, our minds are are powerful and complex, and when depression strikes, it can lead to a lack of motivation. But it's not because people are inherently lazy, it's because their emotional state is overshadowing their ability to act. Understanding the psychological aspects of these emotions can help us peel back the layers and see through the surface appearances. But what can we do when someone close to us is struggling with depression and we're unsure whether it's depression or laziness? How can we offer support and empathy? Okay, so it's time to dig deeper into this critical discussion. We've all encountered moments in our lives when we felt overwhelmed, fatigued, or simply or seemingly unproductive. But here's the twist. What distinguishes these moments from genuine depression? First, let's clear up the common misconception, laziness. We all experience days when we just can't summon the motivation to get out of bed or tackle tasks. And you know what? That's perfectly normal. Laziness is often a temporary state. It's a little pause button in our lives 
and we can easily hit play again when we're ready. Now depression, on the other hand, is persistent, onerous, and often overwhelming an experience. It isn't a matter of simply feeling lazy for a day or two. Instead, it's a mental health condition that affects your day-to-day -day life. Depression isn't about deciding not to do things. It's the feeling of being unable to do them. The simplest task can feel like unsurmountable mountains. Depression isn't synonymous with procrastination or indifference. It's a heavy cloud of hopelessness that, in, that lingers. When someone is struggling with depression, it might appear as though they're lazy to an outsider. But we're here to uncover these layers and talk about them. And this is to remind you and ourselves to approach individuals who might be experiencing this battle with compassion and understanding. So the next time someone says something like, I'm just tired or I can't find the motivation, consider what's hidden beneath the surface because a little empathy really can go a long way. And at the end of the day, if you have friends and families, you know, that you care about, isn't it kind of our responsibility to offer a hand when someone needs a little bit of reassurance? Just to know that, you know, we're not alone and that we care. And remember, it's all right to take a breather on a lazy day, but being there for one another is also very important and can help turn someone who's struggling with depression into a better into a better light and uh, in a better way. One thing that I've noticed over my years walking around this earth is that sometimes people don't understand how to be empathetic. I don't understand that very much, but in order to help people learn empathy, I'd like to take this moment to, to talk about what empathy is a little bit more, because this is how we can help one another whenever someone is struggling with depression and we want to offer some sort of, of support. And so here's the conundrum we might face. How can we show empathy when we just don't understand what someone with depression is going through? You might hear yourself or other people saying, I just don't get it. And that's completely okay. Understanding depression can be very challenging especially if you've never experienced it firsthand. The key to empathy in this situation is to acknowledge that you may not fully understand it, but you still offer support. When someone confides in you, it's a moment of vulnerability. They trust you with their feelings, even when those feelings seem foreign. So, <clears throat> here are some steps to show empathy. Even when you don't fully grasp the depths of depression, first of all, listen without judgment. Give them the space to express themselves without interrupting them or passing judgment, especially if someone is quiet and rather introverted and they're telling you that they're depressed. Um, this is not the time to interrupt them when they are trying to say things. It's also very annoying whenever you interrupt people. Don't do that. <laughs> um, it's, it's quite irritating, but 
Number two, validate their feelings. Acknowledge that what they're experiencing is real and significant, even if you can't comprehend it entirely. You know, that doesn't mean... Here a few weeks ago, my brother was trying to explain his own depression. And he was trying very hard to express his goals and his dreams of laying floor. He wants to be a person who lays floor for people. And without even really getting his thoughts out completely, he was automatically shot down. And the lady, um, she asked him, was he good in math? Because you have to be good in math. And he said, well, not really, not right now. And she said, well, see, you know, that's, you can't do that. You need to like be more practical, maybe a factory job or something. You know, and uh, I kind of interrupted. <laughs> I did. I said, uh, well, Clayton, are you willing to learn how to do that? How to be good at math? Because it's important to try and validate. When you validate somebody, that means you have to actually listen to what they're trying to say. And show support, you know. Even if it, like... I love my family and I love my community and I do care for them. But sometimes I wonder if they have forgotten the entire encouragement and giving hope part and just skip straight ahead to the criticizing parts. Because a person's dreams is their dreams. It doesn't have to make sense to you if that's what they're passionate about. It's not your job to tell them yes or no that they can't do it. It's your job to be there and listen to them if they're trusting you enough to be able to say anything at all. And it's one of my pet peeves when people don't let other people finish. And a part of letting other people finish is to validate their feelings by listening to them. How can you validate their feelings or show support to their feelings if you've never even listened to them in the first place? which leads us to number three, offer your presence. Sometimes your mere presence can be a source of comfort. Be there for them and let them know you care. And that means to fully be present as you're offering your presence to them. You don't want to be one of those kind of people that shudder whenever you enter a room. It's very annoying. You know, whenever you feel on edge that you can't say or do how you uh, really feel to somebody. And you constantly kind of feel like you're being looked down on. Um, number four, ask how you can help. Encourage them to share what kind of support they need, whether it's a listening ear, assistance with daily tasks, or just someone is set in silence. And one thing that I've tried to across to people from time to time is how important it is to listen to somebody and ask them is this something you want help with or do you just want me to be here for you? Do you is this just the part where you want me to listen to you or do you want me to do something? And literally ask them what they need. Not jump head first into criticize world <laughs> or try and fix it do they want you to fix this particular thing usually if you ask somebody they're gonna tell you exactly what they need and you don't need to really assume anything 
it's all about listening and hearing. Like you want to hear people, but you also want to listen, you know, to what they're saying. Because see, empathy isn't about having all the answers. It's about being there, being present, and letting them know that they are not alone in their struggle. Whenever it's someone that's dealing with depression, and I think there are more people that deal with depression than we really realize. Now, by embracing empathy, even when we don't fully understand, we can become superheroes of support. Our willingness to be there for someone can be a lifeline. That's all part of like wanting to help one another and bringing this up because I remember about eight years ago before I moved back and became a caregiver for my father. Like shortly before that, I tried to get a job at a uh, call center up in Kentucky, which I was, but we spent a full day behind of our training session because this one lady did not understand empathy. And by the time we took out and carved out this whole day of trying to show it to her, she still didn't understand it. And I just think that there's a deficit of people that know how to actually empathize with one another. And I don't think it's a lost cause. I think that people can learn it if they want to learn it. You can learn anything if you put your mind and your, and your, you know, your energy into it. So just because somebody's not doing something don't doesn't necessarily mean they're lazy right out the gate. I mean, if this is like some kind of behavior that wasn't typical of them at one point, and now all of a sudden it is, you know, don't go in there all freaking drill sergeant-like. You know, sometimes there is times when we need tough love. But when somebody's already down, don't be kicking them. That doesn't serve anybody any good. I mean, not from my experience. And I wouldn't want that done to me. And therefore, I wouldn't want to do it to anybody else. So, I hope this has helped clear it up what depression versus laziness is. And also how you can help someone that you care about and love who may be going through this sort of thing. Before we wrap up today's episode... I want to take a moment to express my gratitude to all you wonderful listeners out there. The Uncomfortable Talk Show thrives on your support and engagement. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and found it insightful, there are a few ways you can be a part of our supportive community. First and foremost, our episodes are absolutely free to listen to. And I'm thrilled to share these stories with you. But if you'd like to take that extra step, and show your support, you can do so by visiting our Buzzsprout site, where there is a place where you can support. We also have a fantastic tip jar waiting for your generosity at the bottom of my link tree. Your contributions help us keep the conversations going and bring more meaningful content to your ears. Don't forget to follow me on social media and subscribe to stay up to date with all things The Uncomfortable Talk Show. Your likes, shares, and comments mean the world to me. And hey, if you're out there with your own stories, perspectives, or experiences, and you'd like to share them, consider being a guest on my show. I'd love to have you and explore those uncomfortable yet essential topics together. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey, 
and let's keep those uncomfortable yet important talks going. Until next time, stay tuned for more engaging episodes in the future.